You're listening to Muscles, Motherhood, and Motivation. I'm your host, Chloe Puff. Have you ever had one of those weeks as a mom where you just question (laughs) your capacity for parenthood? Because that was my week (laughs) last week. It was just, it was just nutty, you guys. Um, I was really sick and I was trying to really prioritize resting through that. But listen, um, I went upstairs for just 10 minutes. Just, I said, hey kids, I'm going to lay down. They're like, okay, cool mom, go ahead. Um, And I come back downstairs and my son, who's four, decided to take the garlic salt um, and season and I, he was very, um, generous in that seasoning process. Um, he seasoned my cast iron skillet and he used about, um, like a third of the container, which would be like a whole cup of garlic salt. Yeah, it was, it was really fun. Uh, and then of course I go back upstairs after cleaning, cleaning that up. And I say, please just, you know, watch your movie. Mommy's just going to lay down take a rest. And, uh, I immediately hear this like sound in the background and I realized they had figured out how to turn on the garbage disposal in like the two minutes that it took me (laughs) to go from the top of the stairs to my bedroom. So I come running downstairs, trip over the dog. He starts freaking out. I turn off the garbage disposal. (laughs) Luckily no one was hurt. Um, but I just seriously, it's days like that where I'm like, wow, I feel like I can get nothing done. This is wild. Um, and aside from crazy kids, there are plenty of challenges that busy moms face, um, when going through their fit journey. And I wanted to talk about some of these common challenges and how to work through them. Because maybe, you know, maybe your kids are like super well behaved and don't get into your garlic salt when you're not looking. Um, But you may be dealing with, um, you know, just a lot of other different external factors and internal factors as well. Let's not forget those um, that are kind of impeding your ability to even get started or to maintain progress that you've already made headway on. Um, So If this feels aligned for you, you are really going to like this episode today. So the first challenge that we're going to talk about is a lack of time. We all know the struggle. Busy working moms especially um, are often struggling to find time enough to fit an exercise and some sort of, you know, healthy meal planning. Um, And I'm speaking specifically towards working moms because this is a different type of busy where you want to be able to maximize your time at home with your kids and so that you may not feel like you can just step away and spend any more time away from your kids. And not only that, but just the emotional load to have to come home and cram you know, a day's worth of work essentially, uh, into that limited time when you're home at night, cooking dinner, making sure everything's cleaned up. It's so much. So In terms of actually finding ways to fit this in, um, I I really encourage you to prioritize this as if it were a work meeting. So 
to actually schedule in your workout. And just to start, uh, just making sure that you're actually doing it within a range that makes sense for you. So if you really only can create five minutes, start there. Because once you realize that it's possible for you, you're more likely to expand that time um, over time so that you're working your way up to 30 minute workouts and you're actually finding time for yourself. So actually scheduling it in, um, is one good way to kind of create more time. Um, and then also one thing that I do, um, in order to like really put myself, uh, in the priorities when I'm scheduling things out, because everything's important, right? Everything has to get done. But what I do is I write down the top three things of most importance that have to get done. It's a non-negotiable, like the day cannot go on without those things happening. I prioritize those first. And you know what? One of those three is always something that has to do with self-care. So whether that's my workout, whether that's, you know, wash your hair today and like style it nice, uh, whatever that looks like, I always schedule in one thing of self-care. So hopefully that helps you a little bit here. So number two challenge um, on this list uh, is fatigue. And you know, I'm not even just talking about the physical fatigue, but just the emotional fatigue, that exhaustion of juggling work, juggling parenting. Um, that, wow, just <laughs> the fatigue is real. And I can't tell you like some of those seasons that you're in where you just feel like no amount of coffee in the world is going to help you push past that fatigue. I, I feel you and I send my heart to you because I know what that is like. Um, and when you don't have that energy, you're going to find it very, very difficult to exercise. So when you're in seasons of fatigue, there's a couple things you want to look at, but look at your, um, your sleep health. You want to, um, or sleep hygiene, I guess for a a fancier phrase. Um, so actually looking at like, okay, in order for me to get better quality sleep, so I'm less fatigued, um, maybe I need to shut down my screens earlier at night, or, you know, maybe I need to go to bed a little bit earlier, whatever that looks like for you, look at your sleep health. Um, and then you also just want to make sure that you have, um, some quality foods going into your body because fatigue can often, um, stem from hormonal or nutritional issues. Uh, and so I would encourage you to make sure that you are trying to get a whole lot of colors, a whole lot of nutritionally dense foods on your plate, and then taking a look at your hormones as well. If you're struggling with fatigue on a regular basis, um, number three, limited resources, and this one's important because even working moms may have limited access to gyms or healthy food options, you know, not just because of finances, but even just for um, convenience sake. So limited resources can become a real big problem. Um, and this is honestly, you guys, I'm going to say this. There are so many ways to get creative around limited resources this is the beauty of having a coach. I will tell you, most of my week I spend talking to my clients about ways to make their limited resources no longer an obstacle. So I had, um, I have a client currently who her commute is like three hours a day. And so we actually worked on programming a couple um, exercises for core activation that she can do while she's in her car sitting at a red light. So there's so many ways that um, you can work around your resources for sure. You just have to be willing to get really creative to figure out what that might look like, right? 
Um, and honestly, just going back to the tools that you learn in order to, for example, make, uh, healthy food choices while you're at a party or a restaurant, um, or, you know, even just getting really creative and, you know, you don't have a gym. Can you go to the park? Can you do push-ups on the bench? Can you, um, you know, use the monkey bars? How can you move your body in a way, um, that fits into the environment that you're in? So many options there. Um, and also I just want to touch, um, on the last, you know, that last limited resources, um, in terms of support from a partner or family members, that's also something that can be in short supply, unfortunately. Um, and when you don't have the support of the people that you really want to have the most support from, it can feel very, very conflicting. So, um, I encourage that if you are limited in your support resources to join communities like, um, you know, even the bold and fit motherhood community, you're always welcome to join. Um, the link is in the show notes if you want to join there, but, um, just connecting with like-minded people who are going through a similar, uh, thing. So, whether that's online or in person, just finding those little pockets of communities where you can make friends outside of um, your family, friends, and partner that will give you that support that you need. Uh, number four, uh, this challenge is difficult because it's intangible, and that is guilt. So many working moms feel super guilty about taking more time away from their kids or neglecting their responsibilities at work in order to focus on their health. And, you know, guilt is, guilt is sneaky. You guys for, I don't know, for a long time, I really felt so guilty initially. Um, you know, especially as I'm starting, as I was starting my own business when my kids were really young, uh, and exercising. And I also had a full-time job on top of starting my business. And I had so much guilt wrapped up in that, but I realized that by taking care of me, I can better show up for them. And ultimately, um, a happy, a happy woman is a happy mom. And, um, I just wanted to be a happy human first so I could be that happy mom. Um, and so, there's, you know, you can have guilt around so many different things when it comes to your health. Um, but I just encourage you to really take a look inward and do the work to release that guilt because it's not going to serve you. It's not going to make you a better mother. It's not going to make you, um, more in shape, um, (laughs) to, to hold on to that guilt. So release it, work to release it. Uh, number five, lack of motivation, lack of motivation. And I'm going to tell you, there's, there's a caveat to this, right? Because you guys know that I think that motivation is BS, right? Because it is fleeting, but here's the thing we need to have, we, we feel so drained and I don't want to talk for every mother here, but for me personally, sometimes the demands of motherhood And the demands of my business can leave me feeling drained some days. And, um, really like it, I'm so energetically drained that I just don't feel like getting up and, and moving my body or doing more effort. I want to not do, but when I feel like that, um, there's a phrase that I say, and you'll probably hear me say this throughout the life of the podcast is, will this grow me or slow me? So if there's a difference between feeling drained and then feeling like burnt out, 
like depleted, right? So is that feeling of being drained and depleted, is that coming from a lack of me time? Is that coming from overdoing? Is that coming from, you know, just not having any space in your life for you? And if you're not physically sick, I would recommend for me, I feel like in those moments, I, I want to push through. And the reason I do that is because I know if I'm feeling drained and a lack of motivation because there's just no time for me, I'm just exhausted. My schedule is full. Then I have to really push to reprioritize myself. Usually when I'm not motivated, um, it's because I have not been putting myself first And so I have to actively break that pattern. I have to actively reverse that. And usually, um, sometime by myself. Um, so even if that's just like stretching, like I'm too exhausted to do an actual workout. So I'll just take like a mellow walk or stretch something that's, um, just kind of low key, just so I can kind of get my spark back, uh, without overdoing it. Um, and also I just got to say this. Um, motivation does not come until you create consistency. So here, there's the caveat I was talking about. You have to first be consistent and do things sometimes, even when you don't feel like doing them in order to create the inspiration to, to keep going. And I know that sounds wild. I know that sounds wild, but it's, uh, it's kind of like, to me, it just, it reminds me of creating a snowball right? You're pushing, you're pushing like a little tiny snowball around in the yard and it's slowly accumulating more snow until it builds to be this big ball, right? And that ball is the motivation. So your motivation doesn't come until you consistently make the effort to move it along. Next, this next challenge, you guys, it's just what we talked about. It's difficulty sticking to a routine, It's difficulty with consistency. That is such a challenge. Consistency is like the number one issue, I swear, because even if we do get to the point where we can start, actually maintaining that consistent exercise routine, actually maintaining the habit of eating healthier and more nourishing foods that are going to fuel your body, that can be super challenging for a number of reasons, especially when your schedule is constantly changing especially when you're not only accounting for your schedule, but you're accounting for all your children's schedule, everybody in the home, you know what everybody's doing. That is hard to stick to a routine when everything is all over the place, right? So this is why I'm a big proponent of um, tools, not rules, right? Because we can't live life in a rigid way. This is why, um, honestly, like the majority of my programs are not only like, you know, here's the exercises that you need to do to accomplish X, Y, and Z. Here's what you need to eat to accomplish X, Y, and Z, but it's more, all right, now that you have the information, how do we fit this into your week? So we, we talk more about like building your toolbox and, um, you know, creating systems that work for you in your life. So your routine, um, you know, may not be like, I'm doing the same thing at the same time every single day, but it's more, okay, I have my habits in place. So when this action happens, then, you know, it's a trigger to do this. So 
honestly, flexibility is everything when it comes to being a busy mom um, in order to create a routine that you'll actually stick to. And the last that we're going to talk about today is finding balance. So I don't know about you guys, but being a busy mom who is running multiple businesses and just, you know, trying to, (laughs) trying to get through each day, you, you know what, you might struggle to find and balance these responsibilities Uh, between work, between your home, between, you know, like having any sort of social life, um, having any sort of connection with your partner, et cetera. Holy cow, of course, it's difficult to prioritize our own physical and emotional health. That balance is rough. And um, I got to say, even as an expert in my field, I still have to constantly work on finding the balance. Um, and you know what? I, I find that you kind of know where you are on the scale in terms of like your personal productivity, right? Like there is there's a pretty clear line between actual and genuine laziness and um, more just I don't have time or energy to get it done and my schedule is as full as it could possibly be, right? There's very, very... Um, stark differences between the two. And here's, here's the trick, you guys. It's not finding the balance, it's finding your balance. Because my balance for me is going to be very, very different from the next person. And that's because my threshold for certain things is not the same as the next person. Each of us have our own threshold for certain things, right? If you are someone like me who gets incredibly overstimulated, um, I need to find balance in making sure that I set up space and I set up time to be able to like peace out of a situation temporarily so I can get my bearings. And also, you know, just there's, there's so many nuances to this. It's also just like, are you a workaholic? (laughs) I know I, I know I have had to work actively to, um, not be so busy, uh, doing things for other people, whether it be in my business, uh, you know, showing up for clients or whether it's my, even my family. Um, if I'm only doing for other people, Those are the seasons where I start feeling really burnt out, really depressed, and I like fall back into old patterns is because I'm not making space in my life for me, right? And so if you find that this is something that you're struggling with as well, um, take a look at how much input is happening, how many tasks are coming into your view, onto your plate, how much is coming in, how much are people needing from you, but this is different. Like you gotta, you gotta let some of that out. So maybe delegate some tasks if you can. Um, you know, if you live close to your in-laws, if you can make that happen for, you know, one hour a week or just a couple hours a month, just asking for help is going to be a great way to start finding balance. And then also just balancing your input and output. If you've got all this input, like I said, just coming at you all the time, you need to prioritize output in the same capacity because what's going to happen is you are going to become so full and overloaded of other people's needs and all of that, that you're just going to break one day, right? And nobody wants to have a mental breakdown. Nobody. 
I can tell you from experience. It's not cute. It's not fun. Just don't do it. Let's avoid it at all costs, right? So finding balance, that's another one that's extremely important. So in talking about these challenges, I hope that there was one in here today that you felt aligned with, but that you got what you needed in order to start finding, um, you know, just the, the inspiration to really start diving deep into your health journey. So just know that, listen, even the most experienced athletes still struggle with the challenges of motherhood. So the lesson here is we just need to always actively be aware of what our needs are, what those challenges are so that we can make a game plan to start moving forward. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. And as always, be bold, be fit. 